0: The MMA Fight Corner. Get
1: back! Joining us in the Fight Corner right now, coming off his win at UFC 124, Jim Miller. Jim, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. Listen, I mean, yep. I have to tell you, my jaw is still down on the ground from Saturday night. <laughs> I have to say, let me ask you, was that the plan? Did you see this when you came? Did you visualize this fight? I'm sure you do that many times. Did you see it going down this way?
0: Um, I, You know, I visualized myself selling them out, and, um, you know, uh, it all depends on what presents itself. I, I wasn't thinking really uh, knee bar. I was actually feeling the kimura for some reason. Um, But, yeah, you know, the knee bar presented itself, so I, uh, I smashed it up.
1: Yeah, you certainly did. You certainly did. What do you think now Um, could be next for you? Now, I know I don't want to get two into. I know you don't uh, pick and choose who you fight, but I'm sure you're surely interested in what's going on right now in that lightweight division. The two guys fighting next month, you know, you, you've fought them both before. Those are your only two losses. And now uh, they got this little tournament going with the WEC. So I'm sure there's probably another fight in there for you in between. But uh, how interested are you in this little tournament?
0: Um, you know, I'm very interested. You know, I like... I, I like to fight, you know, so, uh, um, you know, getting, a, getting a fight and not, not to wait eight months or whatever it would be for, you know, that title shot, is, you know, it's, something I'd, i want, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, there, there's a whole group of guys that I haven't fought yet, so, you know, uh, you know, I'm just looking to, uh, take a little time off over the holidays and then hopefully get back in the gym, ready to, uh,
2: to try to beat somebody up again. Hey, Jim, this is Ronnie. Uh, show you what a small world it is. You actually wrestled in high school with my brother-in-law, Ed Piccola. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I married uh I Definitely married a Holly. small world. <laughs> right, I married Holly, his sister. Yeah, oh, yeah? Yep. First yeah. of all, uh, congratulations on the fight. I watched it. I was uh, going nuts. We were all rooting for you. Um, who are you... Thanks. As far as like in your, uh, if you had the choice to pick, would you pick say like uh, Sean Shirk, George Sideropoulos? Who who would you prefer for your next opponent?
0: Um, I I pick Sotiropoulos because I I think we're both on that that same road. Um, you know he's uh you know he, he's got the fight in Australia, so it, it would be a long time to 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 wait for that. But uh, you know they have pulled out and switched switched opponents uh before, so. You know, I, I think I'd like to fight him um, probably, you know, a lot more than, than, than any of the other guys because there, there aren't many guys in the situation that we're in where, you know, we've both gone six seven fights without losing and, you know, and fighting tough guys. Um, you know, everybody else has, has a loss or two in, in the last, you know, four or five fights. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's the, that's the fight that makes
2: the most sense to me. Right. What do you think about uh, the upcoming fight with with Edgar? What do, what's your prediction? Um,
0: I think I, I think Edgar's going to uh, pull it out. You know, he's um, he's a totally different fighter than the one they fought. Him, you know, the first time. Um, you know, Greg Gray is, is is very good at, at fighting the game plans and you know coming from.
1: Now, now you train still uh, every every now and then with Frankie, right? I mean, being in Jersey, it's kind of a small place. You kind of need to go and uh, surround yourself with those type of fighters. How often do you do you get a chance to be around Frankie? Um,
0: in the last year, not not much, not much at all, really. Um, when when he started training for for BJ the first time, um, you know, he switched up his, his training. You know, uh, was was going in to train with some nurse, you know. Once, twice a week, uh, going into the into the city, training the Enzos. Um, so he was bouncing around a little bit more, and, and instead of coming up by us, um, so we really haven't trained that much together in the last year. But before that, we were we were training, you know, once twice a week together.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, the, if it does propose itself, then there would not be any issues of getting back in there and, and going down with them. Even though you guys have kind of developed a friendship over the years.
0: I, you know, I don't think so. I've, I've never heard anybody ask him that question. I've never seen it in an interview or anything like that. Um, you know, but from, from my point of view, you know, I mean, we've done it before. We've, you know, we beat each other up in the room. Um, <laughs> you know, why, why not do it? It's nothing personal. Um, you know, we were, we had a hell of a fight the first time, and we, we pushed each other in, in different areas. So, we made great training partners. So, it's just a, a, a fight that would be, you know, really tough, I think, for both of us. I think we both have to, to watch out for certain things in the fight, and it would be a fast
1: pace, you know, scrap. I think it would be an amazing fight, because the two of you have improved by leaps and bounds since the last guy's time you went at it. So, I just think it would be a hell of a war. And I've spoken to Frankie, and he, he's, you know... He's just such a different fighter now, and as are you, so it's something I would definitely need to see. Not that I'm putting pressure on you, Jim. I'm not pressuring you, saying you got to fight your friend. <laughs> but, uh, so, we were just talking about how you got the win this weekend. Uh, how was the trip up to Canada? Uh, you know, can't complain. It
0: was, uh, you know, we got there, and it was pretty nasty out, but unfortunately, you stayed in the, the hotel most of the time. Um, you know, big buzz around around the uh, the hotel the whole time we were up there. And, uh, you know, just a a, a great, great, you know, crowd. I mean, the the fans there were awesome. Um, They're definitely one of the, you know, one of the top top crowds that I've I've fought in front of, you know, by, like, you know, attitude-wise with, like, booing over stupid things. uh, You know, they were just very, very knowledgeable of the fight game and, and very into it.
1: Yeah. Now it was rumored today. Actually, I had just heard this. Uh, it was rumored that the UFC is possibly coming back to New Jersey in March. Uh, do you think that's uh, enough time to lay off before your next fight?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's plenty of time. You know, um, I, I was planning on probably right around the, you know, the turn of the year getting back getting back into it. You know, and, and working on improving myself
1: and stuff. So uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fine. I mean really. Now uh what locker room were you in? Uh were you in Kosh checks or GSP's? Um, they, they usually have like
0: uh, a couple, like oh, did know, four they? or five. So uh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure G S P probably has the own room. yeah uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was with uh, McCorkle and a
1: couple other guys. All right, yeah, as, as long as you weren't with Koscheck, because I, I wanted to know just how, just what the environment was like, because I'm sure that guy, I, I had odds whether or not he was going to make it to the cage in one piece. <laughs> and then they just don't like him up there. Were you surprised? Yeah,
0: uh, no, yeah, they, they definitely, uh, there was a little
3: bit of, of angst, you know, with, with him around and stuff like that. I was gonna say to you before. You think uh, what, were there any GSP fans there <laughs> <laughs> at, all? <laughs> at
0: all? A couple. I saw one girl wearing I love GSP
3: shirt. Yeah, uh, but but <laughs> that was no, one, that right? But that was one. Yeah. that was a distant cousin of GSP. She was an anomaly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an anomaly.
2: <laughs> hey Jim, were you surprised at how that fight went down? Did you think that uh, Koscheck would have done a little bit better? Um.
0: Not really. <laughs> you know, my my bet was basically that, that uh, just was going to, you know, frustrate him and shut him down. You know, that, that was my, my prediction. Um, you, you really can't, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, hold against Kostek. He's a tough kid. And, uh, you really can't count him out in, in fights. He's, he's got plenty of power and, and skills to, to beat anybody, really. But, um. Giuseppe is just so good at, at making you worry about, you know, one thing and then doing another. You know, he, he had, you know, w- was taking Kostek down at the right time, so the Kostek was worrying about takedowns and, you know, he was working that jab so well and, um, you know, his moving footwork was, was, was great. So he was just throwing so much at Josh, you know, that it kind of just took him out of his game and, uh, and, and froze him. You know, he just didn't
3: didn't fight aggressive enough. Jim, do you feel that part of Koscheck's uh, trash-talking, or uh, I guess, I don't know if it's trash-talking necessarily, all the talk he does before a fight is a way for Josh to psych himself up? It's kind of his own psych-up, basically. It's kind of like maybe he doesn't believe all of his hype, but he has to make himself believe it?
0: Um, Especially I'm, fighting uh, someone uh,
3: like GSP. Yeah,
0: I'm sure... I'm sure that's a, that's a pretty daunting task, you know, I mean, the, the first fight he did, you know, he, I mean, I think that was the first time, or, you know, one of the first times that Josh was taken down and, and controlled, you know, on the mat, um, so I'm sure that messed with his head a little bit, so he really had to, to fight himself up, you know, for this fight, but, uh, you know, he's in the fight, you know, I mean, it, it's something that I, I feel we shouldn't necessarily need anymore, but, um, it works, you know,
2: dude, he, was just, he was just trying to get the mic around the me he did a good job of it. Hey, yeah. G- hey, Jim, one of my buddies is a three-time All-American, and uh, he's been to a bunch of different wrestling rooms where GSP's been there, and he said that, uh, you know, many uh, multiple-time All-American wrestlers just have a hell of a time taking him down. If anything, he takes them down at will. How do you explain, I mean, in your opinion you know, the guy's never wrestled in high school, he never wrestled in college, and he's going head-to-head with All-Americans and pretty much dominating them in wrestling. How do you explain that? What would you think, like, his secret is? Uh, He's
0: a hell of an athlete. He he trains with an open mind. Um, You know, I think that's one of the the major challenges of both wrestlers is that, uh, you know, it's a very uh, ego-driven sport. Um, Like, in in the past, especially, you have a lot of these wrestlers come in the. The Mark Kerrs and, and Coleman and stuff like that, but these guys wouldn't wouldn't train off their back and wouldn't want to learn, you know, the other you know ground art, basically, you know, shit shooting, and, and stuff like that, because of the, the ego factor. Um, George just wants to learn. You know, he's a student, so being being a great athlete and then just having that uh, that open mind. And, and having trained you know karate and everything as a kid and and working his way up but the biggest thing about training a combat sport your whole life is you learn how to move you know you learn how to look at somebody do a move and copy it just just by watching them do it once or twice so he already had that that you know that code in there to uh, to pick it up it was just a matter of would his he, ego he get in the way or not, you know, and, and he's not the type where his ego is going to get in the way, so he just, you know, picked it up.
2: <laughs> right. Now, do you train exclusively um, with Jamie Cruz, or do you, like for this camp, did you go outside anywhere?
0: Um, we, we try to get uh, to train with Vitor um, Shaolin, Mario, uh, once a week. Uh, he's a, a, a fantastic training partner for me, you know, just, uh, I think it was a four-time, um, champ. um, so he's a four time world Chief Champ. So he's a great guy to train with as well, very knowledgeable. Um, you know, and yeah, I train with Jamie a lot. Uh, he's got a, a, a great game for, for MMA. He, he never translated into MMA because he doesn't like getting hit. <laughs> <I don't
1: know. laughs> Who does, really? really? Let's be most honest. People, most people don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you Nobody know, you know, likes
1: getting hit, but guys it just doesn't bother them, you know, I, I tend to think that it really doesn't bother me to get hit. It bothers get hit again. <laughs> I'll pass, you know, that's why I'm behind the mic and not over there, I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Yeah, now, you, um, you you just mentioned Vitor Shaolin, and I mean, this guy, I actually, every every fight, watch it with his crew. They go down to a bar in the city, and they have a whole table reserved, <laughs> Shaolin MMA. We watch, It was amazing. We do it every, every uh, UFC. I watch it with those guys. A great group of guys. Yeah, they are. Definitely are. Now, um, so you say you got the holidays coming up, and then you're just going to do a little relaxing? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to, uh, try to
0: get out and, and, and hunt something. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the biggest letdown of having this fight when it was uh Dan and I missed the first bear season in New Jersey <laughs> in five years. We were both a little mad about that. So uh, we're trying to get out and uh, and bang a couple of beers so we can fill the freezer.
1: Nice, nice. Now, you, um, McCall? is this the first time that you and Dan fought, like, on the same card?
0: Um, in the UFC. In the yeah, UFC. Um, yeah.
1: What, what was the experience six, like?
0: Sorry, about five times
1: what was the experience like i mean being such a high profile card
0: um you know it really didn't change much you know we're, we, we both you know take, take the fighting with a, with a professional attitude and and you know we we trust in our other guys that we have there so it's you know it's always great to have dan in my corner and, and be in his corner but you know when, when you're in there it's it's really just about you fighting your opponent, in my opinion, and, and your corner's there to, to, to pick you up if you can't get up under, under your own power. And uh, you know, we both trust those guys that we have around us. So it, you know, it was a little, it was a little stressful when he was fighting. You know, I was I was amped up. I I, I yelled a little bit too much and, and actually lost my voice a little bit. You know, <laughs> during his fight. So. uh... I was kind of lucky my fight didn't last that long because I probably would have would would have gassed out because I already had an adrenaline dump.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's got to be double anxiety. Uh, you know, you got your brother, uh, you, uh, what's going to happen? I mean, yeah. that's got to be stressful.
0: Yeah, it, it is, but I, I I definitely get more nervous when Dan fights than when, when I'm fighting. Um, so, there, you know, there's that nervousness and, and, you know, the butterflies and stuff like that, but I also feed off it, you know. Um, you get a, a really tough fight, but still, I, I just get... So happy for him, so proud of him, you know, when he goes out there and fights that it it just gives me, you know, extra momentum and and extra, you know, just desire to go out and and basically fight for him, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and then kicks in the ass.
1: Well said. Now you mentioned something earlier, and we'll let you go after this. I know you want to get to the uh, killing some deer, which I'm all for. That's good.
3: Um, <laughs> which, by the way, fixes our question of what do you do in your spare time? I think that. I, I answers kill the some question. deer and
1: bear. I right? bear kill some right? Not even deer, bear. <laughs> yep. Are you like Tristan from Legends of the Fall? Do you like wrestle the bears? <laughs> hey man, I, I want to. That's,
2: that's an honorable way to die, in my opinion. get mauled by a bear. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, the way to the end. I tell you a funny story. The first time I ever went to Sparta when Holly and I, you know, we started dating. I'm a, I'm a Long Island guy, Queens guy, New York City. We drove all the way up to Sparta. And uh, so we were hanging out at a house and I heard this loud slamming noise. I said, what's that? So we go run into the backyard. Exaggeration, there's a bear smashing her into her garbage can trying to get the food from I was like, what am I doing here? I was up in Ringwood during the summer. And all of a sudden, this bear just
1: ran through a barbecue I was at, and I was just like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. You go after them. I run away from them. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the last thing I want to ask you is you mentioned earlier when Billy asked you about uh, Josh, K- Josh K- Koscheck, wow, it's a tough name to say, and uh, his trash talk. That's something you don't ever do. You've never been known as a trash talker, and you had stated that you don't think that's necessary anymore. Do you think the sport has gotten that big that we don't need to hype things up like that?
0: Uh, unfortunately, not yet. Um, you know, the, there there aren't other sports that you have to do that. You, you know, the, Tom Brady doesn't have to hype up, you know, the game against the Jets. People are excited to see it because of the talent they bring to the sport and what they're capable of doing on the field.
3: It's like my father still. Jim, it's like my father used to say. We He used to have a Corvette. When I was a kid, I used to say, come on, let's race. Let's go out and race this car. My father used to say, we're driving down the street a Corvette. They know it's fast, Bill. Yeah. You
0: know, exactly. It's... it's we're... I mean, I, I personally just don't don't like to do it because we all know it's P.S. You know, Muhammad Ali admitted that, that everything he said when he was hyping up fights was bull. So... You know, when, when people are listening to somebody, you know, run their mouth, they they know in the back of their mind that they're acting. They're lying. You know, it's it's just an act. So so why fall for it in my opinion. You know, like it just doesn't uh, I, I think we should be past that by now. And you know, sports evolved so much that I, I just I don't know. I don't know, you know, I just And I have I'll get, I'll get fans by just going out and fighting
1: hard.
3: And I have two words for that. James Tony. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs>
1: well you're you're obviously a no BS guy and, and that's uh and I and that's like a good that. that's a good way to go. Thanks a lot, Jim. Listen, congrats again on the win. Enjoy the holidays and uh enjoy some uh hunting. Thank you. Th- thank you, buddy.
2: Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Take care, Jim. Have a good
1: one, guys. Take care, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye.